0: I want you to know I've showered the past three days, okay?
1: What happened before those three days?
0: The day before that, I... What's today?
1: It's Thursday, Thursday? the 3rd.
0: I had a mental breakdown. That's what happened.
1: Oh, yeah. And yeah, the day before that, I
0: genuinely didn't have time.
1: So two days of no shower.
0: Yes, but what you're here's my thing. Here's my thing. Let me explain my shower concept to you. Yeah. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm going to shower today. Mm -hmm. And you go about your day and then you shower at night. When you wake up the next morning, you are still clean. So if you go about all of the next day and do your things, you don't need to... Like, you go home. Are you maybe a little dirty? Sure. But... What's the difference between showering that night and showering the next morning? But if you wake up on that next day and you're like, I have nothing going on today. Why would I shower? Then you don't shower that day.
1: And I then just, it's just
0: a vicious cycle.
1: I feel just so sweaty and gross when I wake up. It's like I have to do
0: Well, it. Shrey, you're a man. Okay? Women don't sweat. Everybody knows that.
1: Sure. Yeah. I believe you.
0: That's a lie. I'm a nervous sweater. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well... I think that's, should we start the episode? I feel like that's a good place to start the episode. I feel like you yeah, understand. Cool. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're stinky, right?
0: You know, Shrey, we've discussed this. Yeah, I'm not stinky in public.
1: I don't know. There's been like days where like you're like, I may not be showered when I see you.
0: I can't believe episode one of this podcast, and you're exposing my showering habits.
1: You're the one who did it yourself. You are like, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my showering habits. Let's let's discuss my shower theories.
0: The shower theories. I got my hair cut.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you then you went you you talked about dirt on your head, and then I was like. Oh, you have dirt on your head as a joke. And then you're like, no, this, I don't have dirt on my head, but this is just fuel for your I don't shower and I'm stinky theory. And yes, then you I did expose recognize yourself. i was digging
0: myself in a hole, yes.
1: Yeah. This is your own fault.
0: You know, it's not my fault. It's the water of Kalamazoo's fault. My water pressure sucks, okay? Mm-hmm. And the water is really hard. My hair and my complexion and my skin are used to the nice Lake Michigan water. And sure. Fun fact, but not really fun. The water here does not come from Lake Michigan. It comes from an undisclosed source. Got it. So, you listen, listen. I wake up and I shower. Yeah. I go about my day. I'm still clean because I showered in the morning. Yeah. I wake up on day two. Yeah. If I have nothing going on, why am I going to shower? If I you think just going feel gross, day, I'm just going to shower gross. tomorrow. I don't feel gross. I didn't do anything all day.
1: You do. You laid in your bed where, like, your whole day of filth is on your body, and then you're getting back into the bed and you're rolling around in it, and then you're waking up. Listen,
0: Shrey, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing in your bed, but my bed is nice and clean, okay?
1: (laughs) I think you roll around in your bed (laughs) with all your stinky fumes, and it's just getting everywhere.
0: No. I also have a thing about I can't. Unless my bed is made, mm-hmm. you cannot sit on my unmade bed in your outdoor clothes.
1: Got it. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I don't have any rules. You know, my bed is kind of just my bed. I also don't make my bed. My theory is, you know, what? I leave. You know, I have the blanket. I also don't, so I don't have, like, a this giant This is why comforter. you
0: shower every day. Because yeah. your bed is filthy.
1: Well, I don't have, like, a comforter because, like, those don't add any comfort or warmth for me, you know? <laughs> I just have a blanket, you know, like a nice blanket that I sleep in. Sometimes too, if it's like super cold outside. And then, you know, when I wake up in the morning, the blanket, I flip it open as I get out of bed and I leave it flipped open. Of course. And then when I get back into bed later, it's just like I'm going straight back into where I was before.
0: But then your bed is calling your name all day, and what's keeping but I'm not you from around this my, crawling I'm not, in?
1: I'm not around my bed much, but also when I am, I like, see. you know, when I sit, you know, when I'm at my apartment here, I don't. I'm not doing a lot of work at my desk because I don't yeah. have to. I just sit in my bed and. This I is write.
0: the first time I've sat at my desk in like three weeks.
1: Yeah. I cleaned my desk earlier this semester so I could use it more, and I've used it like three times, which is more than I did last year, so. Good job. Yeah. It's pretty solid.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. Anyways. My
0: room, personally, is in a safe space. hmm It's where I listen to Taylor Swift.
1: Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess that's as good a place as any to, you know, introduce our first ever episode of our new podcast raccoon academy what's your name
0: oh sorry hi i'm christina have we met uh
1: maybe we don't have any pictures together so i wouldn't know (laughs) i wouldn't have any memory of it uh my name is shrey and we're your hosts christina you want to give us a bit of a lowdown on what this podcast is going to be like going forward
0: i love when you put me on the spot like this yeah
1: it's my signature you know if you haven't Listen to my other podcast, R.I.P. Double Stuff Cinema. I like to put guests on the spot to give us a breakdown of the plot of the movie we're discussing.
0: I've graduated from a guest to a co-host, and you're still putting me on the spot. Exactly. Anyways, like like we said, I'm Christina. That's Sheree. This is Raccoon Academy. Um, we're two friends. I sometimes question that, but... We're two friends that have a lot of things that we like giving opinions on that we really are not qualified to give opinions on. I'd say that's And fair. sometimes sometimes those opinions are very deep and passionate. And Shrey has a tendency to not agree with me. He has a tendency to be wrong.
1: I, I wouldn't say wrong, more so just different. And I feel like we agree a lot on some stuff. Maybe it's the stuff that I feel like it's stuff that you care more than me about is where we start to like really drift. You
0: know, it's funny because I really don't even know what your opinion is on today's topic.
1: I I think you do, but let's get into it. Why don't we? You know. Yes. Yeah. Well, why don't you? What are What are we talking about today, Christina?
0: (laughs) Today we are talking about. My idol and dear friend, Taylor Swift. Recently, as you may know, she yeah. had an album come out. It hasn't been the biggest album of the year or like ever or anything. It's called Midnights. Are you familiar?
1: A little bit. You know, I, I've only listened like four times, five times maybe. I know that. Last like time th- I. Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
0: Last time I did the math, I'd hit 30 times.
1: 30
0: and, and it's how, been about it's been out for a little under two weeks
1: it's been two weeks that it has never mind yes it has. so it,
0: really when you break it down like that it isn't obsessive but i listened to it like 16 times in the first 48 hours
1: yeah when when did you calculate that it was 30 like
0: last time i talked to you it was 22 okay maybe it's more than 30
1: We'll assume like 35 safely, I feel like.
0: Yes. I I listen to it every day. Still, it's the only thing I'm listening to. And then usually, like, for example, I was in the car the other day for three hours. What happens when you hit the end of the album? You just go right back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. So that's how the number gets so excessive. I know the night it came out. Like, I listened to it twice, three times, actually, and then I went to bed, and then I woke up and listened to it another, like, four times. So, the first 24 hours, I racked up, like, at least seven streams.
1: I know, I knew you would be proud, but I did listen to it, like, the minute it dropped.
0: I was proud of you for that, yes. I was impressed, because I didn't tell you to do that, did I?
1: No, but, and I wasn't planning on it, but... Taylor Swift happens to be one of the few people for who midnight means midnight East Coast, which means mm-hmm. 11 o'clock for me, instead yeah. of midnight meaning midnight in Hollywood, which means 2 a.m. for me.
0: I hate when they do that.
1: Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I'll i stay up for a midnight release of, you know, like a new episode of whatever Marvel shit is going on, and I'll watch that at 2 a.m., But I probably wouldn't stay up until 2 a.m. for a Taylor Swift album.
0: And that is where you and I differ.
1: But she unfortunately drops them at 11. So it's like you kind of have to.
0: You get an extra hour. Luckily, luckily. There we go. Thank you. Yeah. This is what I mean.
1: So I did join, you know, the dozens of people on my Spotify and listening to it at at release time. Uh, And I did not see Christina listening to it because she wasn't listening on her own account
0: no i was like a fake fan listen listen i was not at home i was in uh i was at someone else's house and my phone would not connect to the wi-fi and i was sitting there having a little meltdown about it and then they just go and hit play and i was like this works this is fine i looked up the lyrics on my phone Mm -hmm. we did switch to my phone after a couple songs so i could get the stream. You know, so everyone knew I was listening and I got the little notification. I was in the top 1%. I know you were like point zero 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 one, whatever.
1: Yeah, I am better.
0: I tried. I was still listening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The world doesn't need to know everything.
1: I do think they need to know that I was m- more dedicated and a better fan in that moment.
0: That is not true. And you know it. Don't it's you like, dare.
1: You know, it's like... What is it?
0: I earlier, cut date earlier, night short to listen to midnights, okay?
1: Uh earlier listen, better person? Something like that? You know what what's like the actual it's like bigger number, better person or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think that's in the Bible actually.
1: Yeah. Is so, this yeah.
0: something you're at is this an actual thing? Are you making it? Yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure it's like it's like something like rich people say about themselves, you know, it's like yeah, the more money I have, the better person I am, and it's like a joke. Oh, but like they kind of mean it. But like I'm also not joking in that like my earlier stream makes me a better person than you.
0: That's I've never heard anyone say that. I guess I'm not friends with rich people.
1: Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Well, why don't we kind of like get into a bit of uh, our shared. Background with Taylor Swift, let's call it. Cause sure, yeah. I've not, my personal whole history with Miss Swift has been, my sister became a diehard fan, I don't know exactly what time, maybe it was like, because I have no idea, but she became a big fan pretty early on. And I always kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, I never listened to any of the albums myself. I just kind of listened to the songs and, you know, while the singles that play on the radio and stuff are, like, catchy and fun and, I guess, iconic now, it was always, like, why would I listen to the rest of the albums? And then I kind of was, like, a Taylor Ouch. Swift hater just because my sister loved her so much.
0: That's embarrassing. I hope yeah. you know that.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like I was actively, like... I hate Taylor Swift. It was more just No,
0: like, it was like a thing. Like it was like a trend to hate Taylor Swift in like twenty sixteen.
1: Yeah, but like my my way of I hate Taylor Swift wasn't like actually like hating her. It was just like I'm gonna make fun of my sister. I'm gonna make jokes about Taylor Swift that'll make my sister annoyed or piss her off.
0: And then you met me.
1: Well, this is a bit after I met you, but yes, you you did have to change that i did yeah
0: so a super abbreviated version of my history with taylor swift is i remember when i was a wee lass i always heard like you belong with me and love story on the radio this is like back when i'm still sitting in a booster seat in the back of my mom's minivan and i would always sing the songs so my mom was like let's just go get you the cd Mm-hmm. So get you the CD whatever. And Target always has like that book and electronic deal going where it's like buy one get one half off or whatever.
1: Buy 2 get 1 half off. Come on.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. This was like 15 years ago.
1: You said they always have it going on. They still have it going on.
0: Okay, maybe the sale changed. All I know is I went into Target looking for the Fearless CD and I walked out with her debut CD and the Fearless CD. Gotcha. Okay. And I remember I was so excited. I like how I said this was the abbreviated version. Mm -hmm. I was so excited that we picked my sister up from basketball practice and I put them like on her seat so she would see them. So she would, you know, relish in the joy with me and she did not care.
1: Interesting.
0: Anyways, fast forward. Obviously, I still love Taylor Swift. I loved her then. I love her now. I've seen her live twice. Um, the night folklore came out, I didn't sleep. I listened to it on repeat until my mother woke up and said goodbye on her way to work.
1: Nice. And then you went to sleep or you kept listening?
0: You know, I'm not sure. I think I I do. I will admit, I think I fell asleep at some point. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I never doubted Taylor Swift's greatness. Like. Like I said, it was a trend to hate her and I still mm-hmm. proudly wore her merch and did people shit on me for it? Yes. But now they're all texting me asking me to go see her live with them. So
1: yeah. So the folklore is actually where like I would say my own you know journey with Taylor Swift began. Because I, agree with I didn't that. I didn't listen when it came out that night, you know. I listened a few weeks later, and nothing really stood out. I was like, I don't care about this.
0: That, you saying that was just a dagger through my heart. I want you to know.
1: What are the singles off of Folklore? Because I know I knew there, Cardigan.
0: So the thing with Folklore is she just like randomly dropped Folklore. Yeah. No one knew it was coming. So there's not really a single off of it.
1: But like, I know that they like retroactively name song singles. So like,
0: right? So cardigan Cardigan would be the big single single off of that. I don't know if Betty is considered a single or if it's just a fan favorite because she performed Betty at the Country Music Awards.
1: Let's see. Let's check what Wikipedia says about what the the singles are. Because I feel like there has to be more than just that. Okay, cardigan, exile, and Betty.
0: They named I'm, Exile a single.
1: You know what? Exile I do remember listening to, and I did like that one on the first listen, and I was like, that's it. That's the only one I like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing else hit.
0: Really? Nothing? Yeah. But then I explained the trilogy to you.
1: Yeah, why don't you get into it a little bit? Yeah, wow. I think I like I'm- texted you. I was like, I listened, and I don't really care. Maybe, is what I said. That
0: Folklore is my favorite Taylor Swift album. It is my favorite now. Favorite. Oh, good. Yeah. So what I explained to Shrode a long, long time ago, and when I say a long time ago, I mean like two years ago. Two. There are three songs on Folklore. It's Cardigan, August, and Betty. And it's the same story from three different perspectives. So, Cardigan... Is from Betty's point of view. Mm -hmm. Betty is this girl who fell in love, fell in love, whatever, who knows? It's fell in love with this guy named James. Don't ask me why we know his name is James. It's just what the fandom has named him.
1: Aren't all three? Aren't they like officially named and they're named after like Blake Lively's kids?
0: Well, Betty. I know in the song Betty, she mentions Inez, which is one of Blake Lively's kids, for sure. Yeah,
1: and so is Betty.
0: Uh, is James also one of Blake Lively's yes. kids? That's your realm. That's not my realm. Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, there you go. Um, well, that's weird to think that they're siblings, and this is a love story.
1: Well, it's just character names.
0: She has always loved Blake Lively's kids. Another little Easter egg for you is that the kid that says gorgeous... In the beginning of the song, Gorgeous, is Blake Lively's kid. I'm pretty sure it's Betty. It's the oldest.
1: What, okay, you keep talking. I'm okay. going to check on this.
0: Cardigan is from Betty's point of view. Betty falls in love with James. But James goes and pretty much cheats on Betty with the girl in August. Which I think people call her Augustine. I don't know. But it's um, not,
1: that's not her name. Right. Right.
0: The song Betty is about James going back to Betty and being like, I know I fucked up. Yeah. Like, I want you back, I'm sorry. And then August, which when the album originally came out, I was a Betty fan, like the song. But now I love the song August with my whole heart. Betty is still amazing, but August has my heart. August August, is August's perspective. Never mind,
1: You, you keep going.
0: Okay, August is August's perspective on... Like James was never actually hers. And she got like this small little amount of time with him, but she kind of always had this feeling that he was going to go back to Betty.
1: Mm -hmm. So she explained all of this to me, right? You explain all of this. And then mainly because I told you that I'm not a big lyrics guy. Right. Which you said was probably the reason I don't like Taylor Swift very much. Yeah, because like
0: she's a lyrical genius.
1: I more like music for vibes, like pure vibes, just do I like this? And oftentimes, like, you know, people know the lyrics to all their favorite songs. I knew the lyrics to, uh, what's that one song? The not National bang, bang. No, no, no. The one with Cardi B and Ariana Grande, not Bang Bang. Side to side, that's the one song that I knew all the lyrics to.
0: I don't think I think that's Nicki Minaj.
1: Nicki Minaj, that's the one. (laughs) That's
0: embarrassing for you, sure. It's been a few
1: years since Side to Side. And you claim you know
0: all the lyrics to it. Okay.
1: It's been a few years. It used to be my thing when Side to Side came on. You know, everybody circles. I do recall
0: that at Homecoming. And then I,
1: and then I start screaming the lyrics because I know Mm -hmm. them all. I realize now that that's not as impressive because people know all the lyrics to every Taylor Swift song, so it doesn't it doesn't matter.
0: People being me.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't a big lyrics guy. And then Christina's like, that's probably your problem. You, She's like telling stories, and you don't know what's going on. So here's mm-hmm. the story. With that in mind, go back and re-listen to it while reading the lyrics. And so I listened to those three in whatever order you told me. Cardigan was still like... The single.
0: Mm-hmm. Betty,
1: I liked a bit more. But August is my favorite song by her. Because I actually do like the story in that one.
0: I'm so proud of you. I didn't yeah. even know that.
1: I feel like... I told you, I really like August.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's a lot to like about August.
1: Yeah. Like, I will say, I think, like, a lot of other songs that I like of hers... Folklore is different from the rest of her albums, where it's, like, it's about telling stories. Right. Right. Like yes, she tells stories in all of her lyrics, but like
0: folk like they're pretty most of poppy.
1: her
0: Right. And most of her songs are from personal experience while folklore is just like random shit she thought of in quarantine.
1: Exactly. And I've I found that much more interesting. Which and that's probably why it's like my favorite song is because it's like it's similar to movies, you know? She's yeah. telling a story. Movies is my thing, so
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. And then I listened to it. I liked a few more songs. I think I liked uh, the last great American dynasty. And then mm-hmm. um,
0: you liked the line about dying the dog lime green.
1: No, there was like there.
0: <laughs> you did tell me that at one point. <laughs>
1: maybe I did, but I had like a theory about who it was about or something. The, the Last Great
0: American Dynasty is about the people who originally owned her house in Rhode Island?
1: I, I knew you said that, but I had, like, a specific theory about, like, some old, dead, rich people that it would be. Oh, But okay, now I don't sure. remember it. But I I do remember liking... Oh, uh, The Last Great American Dynasty just makes me think of the Kennedys.
0: Which is funny because...
1: Don't tell me the Kennedys. She dated a else. Kennedy. She did. Yes. Which one? Connor. Okay.
0: I don't know if he has any significance. No,
1: I just know about John F. Kennedy, his younger brother, who also got killed, and then their cousin or uncle or nephew, whichever one it was, who was going to become the American, the Democratic nominee for president, like in the 80s or something, or 70s. And then he drove his car off a bridge with, like, a young woman in it and killed her. Mm -hmm. And it torpedoed his career.
0: For reference, I want to say the Kennedy she dated, JFK, is his uncle. Okay. Does that make sense? That would make him really old, wouldn't it?
1: Maybe JFK is from the 60s. Maybe.
0: We're we're really showing how much we don't know here.
1: I'm off. When is JFK from? When did JFK die? He was the 35th president. He's, You're from, the, like, he's from the 60s. The,
0: okay, yeah. So, no, oh, wait, that makes I sense. I was right,
1: right. Yeah, I was right.
0: JFK is Connor Kennedy's uncle, but he never met him. Okay. It's JFK's younger brother's son dated Kayla yeah. Swift. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. After folklore. Yeah. Evermore came out, which I know you listened to the night it came out.
1: Yeah. And I didn't like it. And I still don't think there are many songs that I like.
0: A lot of people make the argument that Folklore is a good album and Evermore has good songs.
1: I don't because I don't like any songs on Evermore. Like,.
0: You don't like No Body, No Crime?
1: No, I think it's like a fun You don't song. like
0: Champagne Problems? No. Cowboy Like Me?
1: No, see, like, my thing with Taylor Swift is, like, even if I don't like the song overall, mm-hmm. I think every song has a bit that I really like, like, it just scratches a part of my brain that I just Period. like. Period. Okay. It doesn't happen with anything in Evermore. Like, I can't remember any of it at all. And I've listened to it a couple of times, which I like. I'm also not like a person that usually will listen to an album all the way through, mm-hmm. but I I've done it for most Taylor Swift albums, and Evermore has nothing that's connected with me. Like no body, no crime. I just think it's funny because of the Olive Garden reference. I
0: knew you were gonna mention Olive Garden
1: because I was ahead of you in or no, I noticed it and you didn't. I like texted you nice Olive Garden reference. And you're like, what? I completely missed that.
0: I was coloring a Mickey Mouse uh, stress relief page at the time. It was working a little too well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So even that song, I don't think it's like particularly good. So I don't think there's...
0: Nobody. Yeah. Nobody, no crime is just like... And you're not a lyrics guy, so you wouldn't understand... But it's just, like, if you're in the car and you blast that song, you just feel like you just murdered someone.
1: Well, see, like, that's one that, like, it's so easy to listen to the lyrics to. Like, you kind of have to. I know, but still. No, you have to. So, like.
0: Did your daddy make you get a boating license when you were 15?
1: No. Did yours? I didn't think so. Was yours?
0: I'm not going to answer that question. Okay?
1: So you can't relate.
0: I didn't say that. I said I wasn't answering the question. Moving yeah. on.
1: You know what? I'm I'm looking through this. You know, I had happiness. I thought, or I had hope. I thought Evermore would hit for me, like the song Evermore. It didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't no, it, it didn't. I, do I don't know. really
0: like that one. It's, it's not a top tier Taylor Swift song, that's for sure. Uh,
1: I mean, I've heard Willow and I can remember that, but I don't like Willow
0: yeah willow was not a good choice for the single there were better songs I could have picked
1: and then i remember parts of dorothea but that's like it and i also don't like the song very much i think my dad likes dorothea
0: because of the piano
1: i like the i remember the part where she's like singing dorothea that's the part that i remember
0: (laughs) That's, that's, that's the title of the song or something yeah
1: I do remember where she sings Champagne Problems and Champagne Problems, but it doesn't let me like the song.
0: For some reason, and I can't explain it, Champagne Problems reminds me of the wedding scene in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part one.
1: Wouldn't know, because I don't know the vibe of the song. Or actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I remember it a bit more. I still don't see the connection.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really make sense, because Champagne Problems is about her rejecting a proposal, and I'm talking about a wedding.
1: Interesting. Anyways, did she She didn't release a re-recording re- in between those albums, did she?
0: No, she did not.
1: Okay, they both came after? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I did listen Fearless. to both re-recordings, and I liked those. It was yes. also my first time listening to the albums completely. I had heard most of the songs off of Red because they were all just Red like,
0: was a, such a big hit when it came out. Yeah. Exactly.
1: It was like all the songs were everywhere, but like yes. I did like a lot of stuff off of Fearless. I liked 15, Love mm-hmm. Story obviously, You Belong With Me, The Way I Duh. Loved You, and I Remember and Mr. Perfectly. Before
0: Fine. the re-recording. Yeah. Yes. I remember before the re-recording, forcing you to listen to the deluxe version of Fearless. Like the no. bonus songs. No, because I didn't... Or was it after?
1: It was after. At
0: some point you texted... No, it was after. Because you texted me and you were like, I can't listen to this thing in one sitting. And you made me break it up for you.
1: Yeah. I I told you, Greg, right? I, I didn't listen to... I don't listen to any of that Scooter Braun shit. I'm not giving him the streams. I have Period. principles... That's why I won't be touching any of the other albums until I get a re-recording for them. And I'm really waiting for 1980-whatever, 89?
0: The is truth right? comes out that you don't want to commit all that time to listening to Taylor Swift right now.
1: Well, I can. Like
0: mm-hmm. it, it is it, 1989, yeah.
1: Yeah, I want to listen to that album. Because
0: mm-hmm. I feel
1: like that's where I like really became aware of her existence and presence
0: the day 1989 came out my parents called me out of school so i could go get the cd at target interesting yeah i yeah. hold that one dear to my heart
1: yeah so i want to listen to that but i'm not going to give scooter mm-hmm. Braun the streams
0: fuck scooter Braun.
1: yeah period yeah. i do remember one time uh i think i texted you i was like in the car driving somewhere and untouchable was like in my playlist and mm-hmm. I skipped through my playlist, and then it came on, and I was like, yeah, I'm leaving this on. And then I turned up the volume, and while I'm driving, I'm like scream singing Untouchable. And I was like, you would be proud of me in that moment.
0: I'm so proud of you.
1: Yeah. I, I did do that a few times more after that. It does hit.
0: It hits good.
1: Also, who's Mr. Perfectly Fine about?
0: i want to say joe jonas
1: okay that's what i thought i thought that whole album was about him is it not
0: that would make sense yes
1: okay because that's the one there's like the the TikTok where uh he's like with sophie turner and they're like what's your favorite album and she's like fearless it's "It's a good album
0: yes he's a good ex he handled it well because he's allowed to because he broke up with her over like a 15 second voicemail. Okay. But they were both young. It's fine. They've they've um, mended their bridge, rebuilt their bridge cuz Sophie Turner is a Swifty. Yeah.
1: So. All right, and then on to Red Taylor's version which is really the fucking 2 hour 10 minute album. Like that—that is just—and
0: one of those is just an eleven-minute song.
1: Exactly. So it's really like a two-hour album. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that one I liked a lot. Like I liked Red. I knew you were trouble all too well. I liked the original one. Twenty-two. We are never getting back together ever. Never ever getting back together. Uh, Holy ground was one that I'd heard for the first time. Mm -hmm. I liked. Girl at home. I liked first time listening to that one. And message in a bottle, bangers.
0: Bangers. Those are all good picks. I yeah. have a video of me talking, like I'm like filming myself, like Snapchat, pretending I'm famous. Mm-hmm. And "Girl at Home" Taylor's version starts playing in the background, and I like glitch because it sounds so different than the original.
1: Yeah, I remember you. And saying most that. of them
0: sound like pretty much the exact same.
1: Well, there's one of them that We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together has, like, the weird vocals in it that sounds different. And I would argue is worse, right. but. Because we Careful.
0: Won't be. Don't tell Scooter.
1: It is worse, but I won't be giving him the streams.
0: Don't. Don't tell Scooter that, okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah, all too well determined. The and then after higher.
0: Red. Fine. Yeah. Did you watch the music video? Yes. Dylan O'Brien.
1: I, I expected more from it
0: Goodbye. More? But
1: yeah. It was like everybody lost their mind just because they were Swifties and they're like, this is this is everything I've wanted. Also, was like the all too well 10 minute version, was this like an open secret before the album was like even announced? Like is this something that yeah. like Can you explain that? Because every like, so, I remember when people were speculating about like Red happening or the Red re-record coming. They were like, are you going to get All Too Well 10-minute version hoping. finally?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was, I'm not exactly sure if it was like, I want to say it was like a late night show. She talked about it when she was doing press for the fact that she was going on tour with the Red album. Okay. She talked about how The original version of Red was like 10 minutes and everyone was like, huh? And she explained that she was having a bad day one day, like at rehearsal for her Speak Now tour. And she was like, let me just write a song real quick. So she like sits down and she starts playing and someone had, I think it was her mother, I want to say, was like, oh, we should record this. Mm -hmm. and taylor's saying for like 15 minutes just like verse after verse like kind of just like coming up with it as she went. and then from that like was the birth of all too well so she took like all of these half written verses and made it all too well
1: okay interesting so
0: people knew there was a longer version out there people knew that originally it could have been a lot longer
1: Okay, so based Which on what you're saying with that... why we knew, like,
0: that, the 10-minute version existed.
1: Based on what you're saying with that, I now am fully convinced that she did not fully write the 10-minute version back then. Like, it's been written Oh, recently. I don't think that
0: either. I think most of the From the Vault songs she had to rewrite a little.
1: Really? Well, so yeah, t- I just
0: think she's probably...
1: Are you telling me that, like, all the From the Vault songs are just, like, never heard before?
0: Yeah. It's really? songs that she wrote and scrapped for the album.
1: Like, Message in a Bottle Has like Never they... Been Heard? Yeah. That's such a good song. Why would you not put that? I also thought Mr. Because Perfectly Fine was about... It was, like, known and existed.
0: Because it didn't fit the vibe. Okay. Of the album.
1: I feel like it does.
0: She's an, she's an eras girly. Like, she has, like... She tells a story with every album.
1: Okay. Let's also, get into the back mid- then, we, like we gotta talk about midnights because I, I I don't fully, I don't see this. the back vision then, I don't see the vision.
0: Back then, she didn't always necessarily have total control over what songs did and didn't make it either.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Anyways, it's time. It's time for you yeah. know the the meat
1: the main event
0: of this episode. Yeah. I hope, I hope you're all comfortable in city and sitting, get some water, get a snack. We're going to talk about Midnight's. I'm scared. You're scared?
1: Yeah. Because I don't like this album that much. I like it more than I did the first couple of times. But mm-hmm. I do think, like I said, probably my least favorite of the ones that I've fully listened to other than Lover. I knew you were going to say that. is a stinker.
0: You know Lover? Mentioning Lover is a good place to start this conversation because the last time that Taylor Swift released a brand new album with all songs we'd never heard before and promoted it was Lover, mm-hmm. and the big single off of Lover was Me, which was pretty much a flop. Like people shit on that song.
1: That is a disgusting song. It's like an offense. Ooh.
0: Example eight right here.
1: It's offensive. And, Please, Can you okay. like admit that it's bad? Like it's really bad? It is
0: not offensive. It's just not the greatest song on the album.
1: Can you admit that it's bad?
0: It's you don't have to say offensive. It's With bad. song was a single on Lover, people would it's love bad. that album. Anyways, I, everyone okay. thought me was bad. So pe- the reason, part of the reason people theorized there was not a single from Midnight's was because she was scared it was going to be Lover all over again. Like, just because you don't like the single doesn't mean you won't like the album. Yeah. Okay. So, there was no single for Midnight's. Except Midnight the clear single out.
1: on Midnight's is, like, the one that everyone loves. Anti-hero. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, Midnight's comes out. No one has any idea what it's going to sound like because there wasn't a single. So, my personal thing was it wasn't 100%. I didn't know what to expect, but... This was way poppier than I expected it to be.
1: Yeah. See, so my thing was like
0: Still a really good album. It's like 1989 and Reputation had a child and it's midnight. I viewed it's
1: 1989 Lover and Reputation. Let's let's be honest. There is Lover in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I viewed I viewed Well yeah, she's
0: been dating the same guy for six years, of course. Yeah,
1: it's bad. I viewed. Uh, it's
0: not bad.
1: She needs new inspo. I, I saw a tweet. Are you like,
0: shitting on stable relationships right now? No,
1: but I'm, right, I'm shitting on her. Are you hoping Taylor Swift muse. goes
0: through a gut wrenching heartbreak so you get a Yes, good
1: album? because I saw a tweet and it's like, you know, how are there like two albums worth of songs about Joe Alwyn? The man is not that good of a muse. Let's be honest. And I agree. I unfortunately agree.
0: I've never seen a Joe Alwyn movie.
1: I have. He's in one of my favorite movies. It's not because of him.
0: It's because of Emma Stone, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And and both of the other actresses. Olivia Coleman, one of my favorite performances of all time in that movie. But mm-hmm. we're, get, we're getting off, to- off topic. I viewed yeah, um, folklore and Evermore as kind of like evolutions of, you know... Who she was as an artist. Like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As much as I didn't like Evermore. I thought it was like. An interesting step. As part of who she was. As a singer songwriter.
0: hmm
1: And. I feel like Midnight's was just a huge. Huge step back. Like,
0: See I think. And I saw this on TikTok too. If you're a baby Swifty. Shrek. I'm giving mm-hmm. you the baby Swifty stamp. Okay. You don't understand fully that every album is its own. And that's no, even get that. harder to explain when Folklore and Evermore are sister albums. Like, every album is different for Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's why her next tour is called the Eras Tour, because every album is a different era.
1: Yeah, I get that. Like, it's but... very
0: distinct. Like, the sound changes. The color scheme changes. Her hair changes. Like, everything changes.
1: I've seen some big theories that, like, this was supposed to be released, like, after Lover, pretty soon after Lover, but then, like... Oh,
0: yeah. She definitely has had this planned since forever and then didn't release it because of COVID.
1: Yeah. Like, and it definitely gives... Like, that's why I'm saying. Like, this is just Lover, but, like, with a bit of hints of other stuff in there. You know?
0: I think *Midnights* is if you think about the fact that she was going to release this two or three years ago, its reputation. She was like super emo, and yeah. then she did a three sixty and wrote *Lover* and was like rainbows and butterflies, and this is like that happy medium.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be that, but I felt like it more should have been like I, I want like the promo for the album is bad.
0: I have seen other people say that. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's bad. Like her whole stance on like what the album is is just not what it is. This is not what you're listening to at midnight. This is not what like what you're feeling at important midnights in your life, right? Like that's the that's the. I was waiting
0: for a song that was like screaming, crying, throwing up. I hate my life at midnight.
1: I wanted it to be moodier, you know. Like I'm so fucked Mm -hmm. up. I'm so alone. I hate everything. I wanted that song, you know.
0: Also. I know. Here's something I was waiting for. I know she already has a song called New Year's Day on reputation. Yeah. But if you're writing a song about midnights, how do you not address New Year's?
1: hmm. It's. And I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. It was. I wanted more out of it, and it was just. It felt empty, kind of. Like, I. I okay, have, don't
0: say that. My heart is very full after listening to this 30 times, okay?
1: I've seen, like. Criticism that's like, you know, if another artist released this, it would be, like, a pretty great, pretty good album. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. I think it's because of what I've come to expect from her and her. It's, like, I expected more.
0: I agree. I fully agree. Because Taylor Swift is, like, one of the biggest stars right now. Like, you cannot deny that. Whether or not you like Taylor Swift or her music or her Well, I would argue she
1: is the biggest she's okay, yes. not one of, she is the biggest.
0: Thank you. I feel like I can't say because I'm a Swiftie and I'm biased yeah. and people will be like, you're just saying that because you love her. It, it's statistically she's the, she's proven, the moment.
1: It's statistically proven with the Billboard She breaks down records 10 all
0: the time. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So you don't like, give that to her. If, if a random, like up and coming indie artist wrote this, people would be like, holy moly, what the fuck? But because of Sailor Swift and everyone expects her To, like, climb a new mountain every time she releases an album. And you can't... Like, when majority of the world is waiting for you to drop an album, you can't please everyone.
1: Sure, but I also just expected it to be more interesting generally. Like, it didn't even have to, like, be better than folklore. It just needed to be better than what it was.
0: Mm -hmm. So then, like, considering... You aren't a huge fan of the album. What are your favorite songs on the album?
1: Okay. So, like everyone, I liked... Let's let's kind of go through what my experience was listening to it. Because I've listened yes. to it five times now, right? Okay. First time I listened to it, I liked into Hero, like everyone else mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And then I liked Mastermind, and that was okay. it. And then... You wow. know, she announced the 3 a.m. edition at 3 a.m. when I was asleep. I
0: stayed up for that, for the record.
1: Yeah, and then the next day, you know, I I listened to the 3 a.m. edition as my second listen. And okay. I stayed the same. I did not like anything new. And then I listened a third time, and I liked, I think, Lavender Haze. Okay. And then fourth time, it stayed the same. And then the fifth time, because I just, like, heard them a bunch everywhere i liked question and karma and i liked karma. Mas- i liked mastermind less
0: Mm-hmm. This and i also do not album- like
1: anything from the 3am edition
0: that's it's interesting you say that because i know a lot of people who have said the 3am edition songs are their favorite
1: yeah i i haven't liked a single one off of there
0: that's, you need to listen to them again. That's your they, homework tonight.
1: None of them really connect with me at all. I'm sorry to say it.
0: You need to reconnect with them when we're done. We'll see. Yes.
1: Possibly.
0: Okay. When it comes to Karma, this album has been out for two weeks. And Karma is my most listened to song in the past six months.
1: Mm-hmm. I yeah. just, your your Spotify Wrapped is really just going to be like the Billboard Top 10 this week.
0: Spotify stops collecting data for Spotify Wrapped in October, though.
1: On the 31st, exactly. Yeah, so
0: we'll, well see. You had, close. you had enough time.
1: You had enough time.
0: This is why I say my parents are divorced, because it's going to be Harry or Taylor.
1: You showed me the past six months tab, and mm-hmm. I think if they climbed up to that, then you know i think the rest of the year is fucked.
0: i don't know i listened to late night talking a lot
1: okay so it'll be like four taylor songs in late night talking
0: yes exactly
1: yeah me on the other hand uh in order to screw with my spotify wrapped results a little bit i put snm and on and on snm by rihanna and on and on by Joe, uh, Joe Curie. I put those on a loop and I play that every night when I go to bed under my pillow at you, one volume.
0: Do you like dream of Joe Curie then? No. I did don't you dream. have you woken up in the upside down yet? You don't dream.
1: I really don't dream. Well, sure, we should get I into that. I have
0: crazy fucking dreams like every night.
1: I did. I do have dreams occasionally, but I like forget them pretty instantly.
0: I think they've been worse since I had mono too.
1: Yeah, when I when I dream, my walks, I have nightmares.
0: I'll start writing them down, and we can talk about. It. We can give them a whole episode.
1: Yeah, we'll get into those.
0: But, but karma, okay, you need you know to. The,
1: you, yeah, go ahead. Do huh. You know the
0: Karma album theory? No. People thought after Reputation that she, there was a whole other album called Karma. Hmm. And then she just ghosted us, and was suddenly like rainbows and butterflies. So she we think of, like, there's a theory tour. out there.
1: She went on a tour.
0: I mean after you. the tour. Listen, honey. After the tour. Okay. Like she was starting to change the vibe and then she ghosted us and then Lover happened. So people yeah, think there was an album called Karma that yeah. got lost in the abyss.
1: Hmm. How
0: many Apparently lost Taylor albums theory.
1: do you think there are? A lot. Like how Like, give me an estimate number.
0: What? Well, um, names? Five?
1: Do you have names of some? Karma
0: Woodvale. People think Lover has a sister album.
1: Yeah, I thought this. I um, thought it was good. I thought Lover was supposed to be like Daylights, and this is Midnight's.
0: Right. Originally, Lover was called Daylight, so we think that she wrote Daylight and an album that was never released at the same time and then changed to Daylight to Lover because she decided to scrap the other album.
1: I thought Midnights was that album, like Daylights and Midnights.
0: I don't I don't know if I agree with that theory. I know that's okay. a theory, but I don't know if I agree with that.
1: Okay. So we have what what are the, what are they? Karma. Karma.
0: Lover's sister album.
1: Yeah.
0: And there is a there is a lot of strong evidence that supports that there was supposed to be a third album with the folklore evermore situation yeah called woodvale i've seen that um i also wouldn't be surprised if when she wrote speak now she wrote enough songs to make two albums okay so people also for a while after red came out thought she was going to come out with an album called like i don't know what color they picked but like
1: blue yeah yeah i could see that i
0: want to say people thought it was going to be lavender hmm
1: Lavender Haze. You know what? That's interesting. This is actually more interesting now because all of, like... The big thing about Midnight's is, like, everyone's, like... You can see pieces of her old discography, like, in it. Mm -hmm. And so Midnight's really is just a hodgepodge of everything ever, like, scrap stuff and...
0: Which would make sense that this tour is the era's tour then, too.
1: Yeah, because you can... You, like... You can throw a midnight song basically in between like any old song. You know, you do an yes. old song, you do a midnight song to change that's like similar to change the vibe over to like a different album song. For basically.
0: cohesiveness, of course. And also yeah. the intro of Question is mm-hmm. literally samples Out of the Woods.
1: Yeah. I don't know where, what Into the Woods is, which one that was from. Out of the Woods is a song of off of
0: 1989 that's definitely about Harry Styles.
1: Okay. This, so. The last tour she did was Reputation, right? Yes. Was that the one where it was like there was a different huge guest at every show? Or was it similar to like this That was tour?
0: 1989. Okay. 1989 there was a guest at every
1: show. Okay. Because I remember when my sister saw her for the, the Reputation tour, she saw Camille Cabello open mm-hmm. for her, I think.
0: That, yeah. So her openers for 1989 were Camila Cabello and Charlie XCX. Not, did I say 1989 Yeah, reputation. Her openers for 1989
1: was Shawn Mendez. Hmm. Sean Mendez gay? No. He's a crocodile. That's
0: a story for another day. He's a crocodile. Oh. Yes. Another interesting thing on the Midnights has like references to all the other albums in it is Mm -hmm. maroon is literally just like red grown up okay like i feel like i saw a theory that i actually um really was fascinated by on tiktok about how maroon is like red is like you're in love and you're in a relationship and everything is amazing and then maroon is like retrospectively you recognize like the toxic aspects of that relationship Interesting. so like or like the parts maybe not necessarily toxic but the parts that were bad so that's why it's maroon like it's tainted by like the red gets tainted by like you thinking about it and thinking about all the things that went wrong
1: okay i can see that
0: mm-hmm. that one I, that one again i saw it on tiktok i didn't think yeah. of that on my own
1: interesting okay can you explain to me you know what the cohesiveness the story of this album is because that's it's what 13 I'm missing
0: sleepless also. nights
1: okay so there's nothing none. because i mean that's what it are, is it's
0: just like things yes, things that came to her in the middle of the night nights. i do agree right i do agree some of these songs um change the vibe a little like sweet nothing i love that song with my whole heart I cry like almost every time I listen to it. She wrote it with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing song. But it doesn't really fit the album.
1: Yeah. Where where does this land in your Taylor Swift album ranking? (sighs) Bottom half?
0: You are such a ranking guy. And I knew it was going to come to this. And I didn't even prepare for it because I didn't want to.
1: You're gonna to have to. I'm because I I problem. don't
0: have like a definitive ranking in my head of well, all folklore the. Folklore is folk. one, right? Folklore is one. Fearless used to be one, so Fearless is probably two. Okay.
1: Is Fearless the yellow one, the gold one, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do After feel that, like, it's
0: just an abyss.
1: I feel like you've said that this is lower. Like you still love it. Like obviously you do, but like it's, it's a, it,
0: lower. I, It's definitely never going to be my favorite. Like, I go through phases where I love Reputation. I go through phases where all I listen to is 1989. When I'm in the right mood, like, springtime, I'm a Lover girly. I love Lover when I'm in the mood, when the vibe is right. Shrek, stop shaking your head. You asked for my ranking. I'm trying to explain. I I like
1: some of the songs from Lover. I'll be clear. Like, I like some. Like, I really love Paper Rings. Getaway, Mm -hmm. not Getaway Cars on Reputation. Never
0: mind. Cruel Summer.
1: I like Cruel Summer. Those two. Those Reed are the Reed. two. Yeah.
0: But um. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, I don't know. Another thing for me was like this was gonna be my first new Taylor Swift album where I cared yeah, about
0: it. Yeah, it was your first release as a baby Swiftie.
1: It was the first one where I cared about it because like okay. Evermore also released, and I was like, no, I don't care. I think you maybe told like I think we talked about folklore after Evermore came out because it was like what just like two months or something. Two
0: mm, three. Months? That's a really good question. I'm not sure what that timeline was.
1: Like between the two albums releasing.
0: I have no. Let me look. Because I have no. I'm like the worst person. Folklore came out July 24th of 2020.
1: Oh, and then the other one was like November. I thought December.
0: And yeah.
1: Okay, so maybe I didn't listen to folklore until like seven months later.
0: <laughs> okay, that's embarrassing for you. I can't believe you admitted that. Well,
1: I listened to it like early on, and then I didn't, you didn't get me into it until December of 2020.
0: Naturally. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm
1: mixing things up. Whatever it was, I was not excited for Evermore. This was the first mm-hmm. album where I was like, you know, I've kind of listened to Taylor Swift now to the point where she was my. Top artist of 2021 on Spotify wrapped.
0: Yes. Obviously she was mine too. Yeah. But that, I remember you put it on your Instagram and you tagged me and I was so proud of you.
1: Yeah. It was one
0: of my, like I should put that on my resume, like made Shrey a Swifty. Like it's it's really, it wasn't really like
1: that. I was a Swifty. It was that you like, you made me do research. And because like I listened to everyone else just kind of like in a mix. I don't really listen to albums you had me listen to like several full albums like twice at least
0: yes yes and that just
1: the numbers were fucked from there you know it was like i had no chance
0: the other thing with taylor swift is there are so many songs you could listen to like one you could listen to every taylor swift song once and she might still be your top artist exactly Because all of my top top five songs last year were all Olivia Rodrigo. But Taylor Swift was still my top artist.
1: Yeah. That was a funny thing about my rap last year was my number one was Taylor and my number two was Kanye because I was doing prep for, I think, Donda 2 or Donda 1, whichever one was coming out.
0: Which never happened, right?
1: No, it did. It came out on his stem player. Like it exists, just no one listens to it because no one wants a stem player. But I was listening. I think I was listening for Donda. I like went back and Mm -hmm. I listened to like a lot of his older albums because I basically only listened to a few of them, and I didn't really have an opinion. So I did research. I know Gold Digger, and and that's about it. In the same year, you know.
0: That's just that's embarrassing. Like I think you're the reason the pandemic happened.
1: This was. This was I was doing this because of the pandemic.
0: Then you're the reason. Uh, I got motto. I don't know.
1: I'm the reason Kanye is an anti-Semite.
0: Yes, you're the reason. Yeah. Yeezy is no more.
1: Yeah. So you should be happy.
0: Maybe maybe I am. You're yeah. while while we're talking about Kanye West. Yeah. There is a song on the album. hmm Called. Vigilante shit.
1: Yeah. Can you say that and again? I, say that again? Why? Just say it again.
0: Vigilante shit?
1: Again, please, again.
0: I'm scared. Say it again. Why?
1: Just please say it again.
0: Well, vigilante shit?
1: Okay. You're you're all right. I heard you saying vigilante shit, and I was like, oh. Christina, please don't tell me that you can't read vigilante
0: Vig- Vigilante.
1: Yeah. you.
0: I did hear someone pronounce asphalt, asphalt the other day.
1: Yeah. It gets dark out here. Thankfully, you're in the clear. You're all right.
0: I'm sorry. Vigilante shit. Cool. People think it's either about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West getting divorced or Taylor Swift is the one who showed Scooter Braun's wife that he was cheating on her.
1: I feel like it's more likely the Scooter Braun thing cuz that's the only one I agree. I've heard.
0: I agree. Yeah. I feel like I do love it at the beginning.
1: You know like my TikTok, you've corrupted my TikTok as well. We were talking about this. Of course. It's just like half of it's Taylor Swift stuff. But I feel like, you know, there's layers to being in Taylor Swift conspiracy TikTok and you're you're like mm-hmm. You're deep, so you'll see all the conspiracies, and you know the more legitimate they become, the more they get filtered down to me. The more mainstream and legitimate possibility is where they'll end up on my feed. And that's yes. yeah, that's I've seen the scooter Braun one. I feel like the Kanye one is too outlandish, and that's why I haven't seen it.
0: Well, I think for the Kanye one to be true, it means Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift are now friends, and there's no way in hell that's right.
1: I also don't think that the reason that Kanye and Kim broke up was because of pictures.
0: No, it's because Kanye West is crazy.
1: Exactly. I think there are different issues there. Yeah. yeah. But
0: Vigilante shit. It's a good song. I like it. But the beginning is a little cringe. I'm not going to lie. There's a line about...
1: I think a, a big part of that song is cringe. Like, I thought I would like it. When I saw the track list and then I I listened to it and I'm like, this is...
0: Why don't you like it?
1: Because it's corny.
0: Okay. there's a Here's my thing. A lot of people are making fun of the cat eyeliner thing because it's a very millennial thing to do. It's a very millennial thing to say. But guess what? She's 32.
1: She is the most, like, boomer millennial.
0: Right. And my thing... Here's my thing. It is cringe but i still love her for it and i feel like you can't make fun of her for acting her age while also praising her for speaking up for women who feel like they need to stay young to like keep hollywood's attention does that make sense
1: yeah but i also think like it's fine to say it's funny that taylor swift is like a boomer millennial
0: no i understand that but i feel like she gets like a lot of shit for that
1: maybe undeserved Maybe deserves sometimes.
0: Like, like this kind of goes with that sexy baby line and Antihero, too. That one's a
1: bad line.
0: No, it is it is bad. And every time I hear the song, my toes curl up. Like, it, it's I, like, like, I it, have to brace for impact. It
1: almost ruins the entire song. Like, it's a good song. And then she throws that line in there. And it, you know, like, you know that she's not a 30 Rock fan. And that's, like, what everyone assumed the reference was.
0: I didn't think it was that either and then I saw that and I was like, Oh, okay, maybe I guess.
1: Yeah, I have no idea like the explanations even if you explain it, it's a bad line.
0: It's it is a bad line and honestly I don't know if I can explain it to a point that justifies it, but I would say it's the same with like the women need to stay young forever thing is like Hollywood does this thing with women where they make them stay young forever. Right. And, like they don't like you the second you show your aging. Yeah. But at the same time they sexualize the shit out of you.
1: Yeah. No matter Sexy how baby. no matter how true it is, it's a bad mm-hmm. line. Right. Two things can be true. Hollywood yeah. can be ageist and sexist and also Taylor Swift can write a the most god awful line I've heard in a song this year.
0: I I just think trying to find like a reason for the line makes it a li- like makes me feel a little better. I don't it know. makes
1: you feel better about it? I'm, I just think, why would she think to write that, even with this reasoning?
0: hmm You know? hmm
1: It's like when you're stretching that far to write this line, maybe it's not a line that belongs there.
0: Yeah, I just don't, I, I, like, how many people listened to this album before it came out? Especially if it's been years, and she never, fin- like, fixed that line.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a weird choice. I don't think anyone's ever going to understand that line.
0: No, another song on this album we haven't talked about that I absolutely adore is Midnight Rain. I like it. Midnight Rain. I feel like you'd like it. It just makes me want to dance. Like that's like the one like I'm she cooking does it like up the, in the kitchen.
1: She does like the weird thing with her voice, like the, she yes. modifies it. Yeah, I like that. Like that's that's an example of like it's a moment in a song where I don't necessarily like the whole song, but I like that moment
0: yes Yeah. I love that song and then like honestly I was so distracted by the fact that I wanted to dance when the album first came out I didn't even listen to the words and then you listen to the words and it gets even better
1: mm-hmm. yeah Bejeweled has another moment like that like the moment that's on TikTok where everyone's like doing the walk mm-hmm. I love it. have part.
0: you done the walk Shrey? no I love that
1: part of the song I don't think I will be listening to the song frequently at least
0: you know before the walk was a thing Mm -hmm. i loved that line the shimmer like it just scratches an itch in my brain
1: exactly i do want to say i was i was i had a point like three four months ago where taylor swift was my number one artist of the past six months on Mm -hmm. spotify and i was like proud This should change. I'm gonna change it
0: because Kanye Kanye
1: was also up there.
0: Listen, the powers that be on my Spotify, be I do not try and skew it. What you get in my Spotify raft is the truth.
1: Yeah, but I was also like, I feel like I, I feel like I also don't, like I didn't want to listen to all of the Taylor Swift that I was listening to at that point. So okay, so I just thinned it out a bit you know and
0: that's embarrassing for you you know if taylor swift isn't your top artist you should be embarrassed
1: well i have news for you because thanks to me simply listening to midnights like three or four times she is now back at my top artist of the past six months and this Honestly, the prospect of another Spotify wrapped with Taylor Swift as my number one artist has me really scared for just the future of my raps.
0: Just think about how easy it's going to be for you to get women.
1: I will say. You uh, show them
0: your Spotify wrapped, and.
1: It's not even say that. Yes what you I don't mean, have asked. to show them that. I remember when Red came out, like the re recording. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to a party that weekend. And I think I talked. To like seven or eight different girls, and we discussed red.
0: Okay. Period. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was just like a pretty. And they
0: all went home thinking about you for sure.
1: Sure. But it was just like a successful night of talking to women. And it was all because I just I had the cheat code, you know, like.
0: Taylor Swift is your wing woman. You I, can't went with, abandon I, her I went your with. I went with my friend, me. and
1: I was like, you know, watch this, and he just kind of like. Stood a bit behind me and just watched as I like talked about Taylor Swift and my opinions.
0: Shrey, you're welcome. That was all me. Thank I you. created you.
1: I did I did shit on the all too well ten minute short film though. I do wanna say that.
0: You gotta yeah, I mean yeah, you gotta you gotta have get a little bickering going on there.
1: All, and it was also what A I also felt. A little banter. It's what I genuinely felt.
0: Don't say that. Say say so you did gen- it for the sake of the conversation.
1: It's not, it's not dog shit. It was just bad, or not bad. It was just not great. Not amazing. <laughs> okay. Because I'll admit, it's not sure. it's not bad. Just not good. Or I, I'm like I feel like I'm being too harsh on it. All too well. The 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 music video. Okay. I also think I would never listen to the 10. Like, what on the few occasions that I listen to, like, the Taylor Swift playlist that I have, when mm-hmm. the 10-minute version is in there, I always skip it.
0: You know what I do when I'm on a road trip?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I see that I'm going to reach my destination in 10 minutes?
1: You put that on. I do. So crazy It's
0: the only way to finish a car ride.
1: I prefer to, like, skip to something hype. Like Well,
0: I prefer to be depressed.
1: Like, S&M. S&M is a good song. I am happy. That will be my number one song. And it is true because I do just constantly put it on and listen to it. Just because.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh you want to talk a bit about your theories, your reactions to the, did you know like the tour is going to be arrows like? I didn't. Okay.
0: And I told you this, I'd been living in fear because for the sake of my time management skills and my mental health, a couple of weeks ago, I turned off my Twitter and Instagram notifications and I was so scared I was going to miss the tour announcement and I was going to wake up and she would have announced it and all the tickets were going to be gone and I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um I my thought always was like when she started re recording things that she would do an Eras tour or like a Taylor Swift like hits tour when all the re recordings were out. Mm-hmm. Um and then I you know, she announces this. So I'm not surprised. You know, really, but at the enough, same time.
1: Like a couple of weeks before "Midnights" came out, I saw a TikTok of like a girl who was like, "It was like a TikTok of all the layers I'm gonna have to wear to her next tour because of how often she's changing the vibes of the music, mm-hmm. you know." And basically, like saying that it was gonna be an era's tour, but like they thought it was gonna be like "Lover," "Folklore," "Evermore," "Red," and "Fearless," and "Midnights." Right, but it's like there's there's actually four more songs on there, four more albums, not songs.
0: Yes, I think it's five more albums. No, it's four. You're right. Um,
1: Come on, Christina.
0: The thing is, because I'm so excited for the tour, I have a Pinterest board of outfit ideas. Like, I went back and started watching the Reputation Stadium Tour Netflix movie. Yeah, I'm so excited. Like,
1: where are you planning to go? I
0: thought, when or where? Both. Pre-sale, I put in the two Chicago dates and the Cincinnati date. The reason I picked Cincinnati is because her opener, one of her openers in Cincinnati is Gracie Abrams. And I would give my very swollen liver to see Gracie Abrams live again. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. I think my sister might have put in a date in California. Um, If we get that, then we're going to California. Mm -hmm. I know I had a friend who also filled it out and she put in like a Missouri date. Yeah. Also, I'm, like I might I go to school in Michigan, I might see it in Detroit. I don't know.
1: Yeah. My
0: I I threw out my seeds and I hope something grows.
1: For my parents or for my family, you know, like my sister being the fan she is, the priority is to get her to a show one of them um the -hmm. problem is you know the chicago shows which is where we're from they are while she's still in school so and she Mm -hmm. goes to school in california so she is not coming back here like right at the end of her semester for the taylor swift shows So she's not doing that i would you're you (laughs) minneapolis which is where i go to school Uh, The shows are after she gets out. So the plan is possibly here, the Cincinnati show, or, like, Santa Clara way later.
0: I was going to ask, how close is she to there?
1: Uh, She is, you know, I can't really tell you where she is. San Luis Obispo. I don't know where that is in California. That's There's so many saying some things, but, yeah. But the plan is, like, you know... Come come to Minneapolis for the show. So my parents are like, do you mm-hmm. want to see Taylor Swift? You know, like duh. I was like, like yeah, I'm gonna go on my own. Yeah, definitely. Haha. And then they're like, what? What do you mean? And then they explained, you know, what the plan was. And I was like, oh, I, I guess sure, maybe I will. And then they did told you sign me,
0: up for the presale?
1: They told me mm-hmm. to register because all three of them are registered. Good. And then I thought about doing it, and then I was like, this is her era's tour. She has 10 albums that she is going to be touring. This is going to be like a six-hour show. No way. I, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do, like, it's going to be like four hours. You
0: didn't day. sign up for the pre-sale? No. You're lying. I haven't. Can you, please?
1: Can you? It there was it was also like hours long.
0: It's still open.
1: It, is it? Does it not take long now?
0: No, sure. Do it right now.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe I will. We'll see. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: How long do you think the show is Can gonna you... be?
0: Sure, I'll do it for me. Give me your email.
1: How, how long? How long?
0: Not long enough.
1: Like. I I like I pulled up the site and I like got in the line.
0: You're telling me no 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 no. You're telling me you said hey let's make a podcast. You were the one who told me the first episode should be about Taylor Swift. And now you're telling me you didn't even sign up for Taylor Swift. Your podcast's first episode's topics pre-sale.
1: I I'm telling you what happened. I went I went to the website. I clicked to get in line. I don't care line. what
0: happened. I clicked to get I in don't line.
1: Care. I clicked again, line, and then I realized, oh my god, this concert is going to be four hours of just her stuff. I'm not going to make it. I don't think I can handle that.
0: I think you can. Put on your big boy pants.
1: The, also, the openers. You're going to regret
0: like, this. I don't you're care gonna, about if the, you don't go. You're going to regret it. I don't
1: care about the openers at any of the places that they've registered. You don't for. care
0: about Girl in Red. No. You don't care care about Phoebe Bridgers.
1: Phoebe Bridgers is not opening for any of her that we're signed up for.
0: Who's opening for her in Minnesota? Uh,
1: like, the the dude, I think. Whatever the G oh. was. Owen? Maybe. Let's see.
0: This is, this is embarrassing. You should be embarrassed. You don't care about her openers. You're not an ally.
1: It's, yeah, it's Owen.
0: Owen actually was one of her backup dancers on her 1989 tour.
1: Cool. You know, if I was going to see her, and Phoebe Bridges was opening, yeah, I could do that. The East Rutherford, New Jersey. I'm sending New you the link
0: to register right now. Oh, look! I'm already at the front of the line.
1: Look, the the East Rutherford, New Jersey show. I feel like is my ideal one. You know, Phoebe Bridges, and then like I I don't I you tried getting me to listen to more Gracie Abrams. I haven't done it much, but I feel like Shrey, I would enjoy her music. I'm already
0: at the front of the line. Oh, look! Sign in with Ticketmaster to get your pre-sale registration started. Hmm.
1: Okay, if you can figure out my email, then you can sign me up. Because my probably,
0: I hate Taylor Swift, but I lie about it at gmail.com.
1: You have to sign me up if you want me to be signed up.
0: This is embarrassing.
1: I'm just saying, you have to sign me up if you want me to. Me going on this... I'll wait, just sign up with your it, phone number. Does, does it even matter if I'm signed
0: up? Yes. Three not everybody are, who signs up... So here's the thing. An unlimited amount of people can sign up for the pre-sale. Yeah. And not everybody who signs up for the presale sale is guaranteed a code.
1: So You'll be emailed if, in a couple if,
0: weeks if you got a code.
1: What if four people from your group sign up and none of them get it? You just don't get to go?
0: Then you have to wait till a fucking bot will sell you tickets, yeah.
1: I feel like that's horrible.
0: It's a massacre.
1: I think... As much it worked, as... You know, you know what?
0: I got a code with Harry Styles. So we'll see what happens.
1: As bad as the... You know, the whole system of... First come, first served is... As bad as that is... I feel like... Some of you... You know, the system of... Some of you... Waited up early. You waited in line to be the first person to get this code. Or to get in this pre-sale thing. And... There's a very real chance that you don't get a code. I feel like that's a mm-hmm. much worse thing.
0: Oh, it's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. the The argument Ticketmaster makes is that this keeps the tickets from getting in the hands of like bots and people who just want to sell them again.
1: I feel like it makes it even. But easier. that really then, that then the bots it work. The bots you sign up for like a the billion bots, bots. Have
0: emails that they're using. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't get a code for Olivia Rodrigo. I had to spend more money than I'll admit I spent on that ticket to see her.
1: How much did you spend?
0: Tell me. I got a ticket. I got a code for Harry Styles. And I spent, like, $250 on those tickets. And they were good seats. Okay, and right. the last time I saw Harry Styles, I spent, like, almost twice as much for nosebleeds. Because they were secondhand. So, it monetarily-wise, the system works. If you get a code, what
1: what was the the Harry Styles? So Harry Styles was two fifty with a code, five hundred without a code, basically.
0: It was like four hundred and twenty without a code. Yeah. Okay,
1: what was Olivia Rodrigo without a code?
0: I won't tell you that.
1: I think you told me and I've forgotten now.
0: Okay, here's the thing. I saw the okay. Also, the first time I saw Harry Styles was in Milwaukee, and the second time was in Chicago. So you also need to consider the demand of the place that I'm going to see the artist.
1: Yeah, I feel like four twenty for a resale in Chicago is pretty cheap.
0: Yeah, exactly. I saw Olivia Rodrigo at the Rave in Milwaukee. If you are not familiar. The Rave is like Olivia Rodrigo did small venues. The Rave is like a super famous small venue. Mm-hmm. I think it fits. I'd have to Google it. Like a couple thousand people, general admission. Yeah. I spent like $400 on that ticket.
1: You did not tell me that. I thought it was around 200 No. Because I think I remember being impressed. I was like, wow, you got those tickets for that cheap. Maybe you just lied to me then. But
0: part of the reason. I think you did. Part of the reason. Excuse me.
1: How much were the tickets with a code?
0: Okay, 3,500 people standing room only fit in the rave. Yeah. I don't know how much tickets were without a code. Okay. Less than that, that's for sure. Part of the reason I was willing to drop that much money on Olivia Rodrigo was because I had nothing else going on for me in life. Mm-hmm. And her opener was Gracie Abrams, who I had recently hyper-fixated on and knew, like, every word of every song. hmm Imagine going... Gracie Abrams, let's give her a moment here. Gracie Abrams opening for Taylor Swift would be like if I was a songwriter and opened for Taylor Swift. Okay. Like she is a huge fan.
1: Would it be the same if Olivia She's Rodrigo also JJ Abrams' for...
0: daughter.
1: I I'm aware of that. What's up? Wouldn't it be the same if like Olivia Rodrigo opened for Taylor Swift cuz she's also like
0: I think no, because Olivia Rodrigo is already like a huge deal. Of well, now she's own.
1: become that, but like you know, if her first tour was opening for Taylor Swift,
0: yes, it would be the same. And honestly, when I was looking at the openers, I was kind of surprised that Olivia Rodrigo wasn't on there. I'm I kind of if shocked. Taylor Phoebe Bridgers
1: her. and Paramore yes. are also opening.
0: Well, Paramore's only opening for the first show, I believe.
1: I'm still shocked they're opening.
0: So I think that's just like a their schedule lined up thing.
1: Yeah, it's also Paramore Maybe Maybe she's act. got
0: something up her sleeve. Maybe uh, in like one of the Taylor's versions that hasn't been released. They're featured.
1: You know, I think. Let's see. Who oh, my composers? gosh.
0: I wonder if that's a thing. I wonder if every opener she has a song with whether or not we've heard it yet.
1: Okay. Sure. You would love that, wouldn't you?
0: I don't know if she'd have if she has a song with Gracie Abrams, she has a song with Olivia Rodrigo. Actually, though, they use the same producer sometimes.
1: That would explain it.
0: Because what's his face?
1: Aaron Dustin. Aaron.
0: Yes. Has recently been working with Olivia Rodrigo and worked with Taylor on folklore and evermore. I am so proud of you.
1: Yeah. I'm smart.
0: And he works with Girl in Red. Oh my gosh. I just came up with this theory right now.
1: I thought like the whole thing though was that like Olivia's doing her her red era shit where she's right. like
0: so I think I think Taylor probably offered it to Olivia and Olivia said no because she's trying I do think Olivia's doing this thing right now where she's trying to separate herself from the Taylor Swift narrative and be like an artist on her own,
1: yeah, because i I saw like she she hasn't posted anything about like. I think since Red, maybe about Taylor Swift, is what people have said. I think
0: the last thing that was posted about it was, there was that picture of them together at like the Grammys or whatever.
1: I thought she like posted when Fearless came out, or maybe that was before the Grammys.
0: Maybe, yeah. And Gracie Abrams has been posting like an insane about a midnight shit.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also probably because she's Gracie, been confirmed yeah, I mean, to be honestly, on the Gracie
0: tour. And Olivia know each other. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's gotta be I don't interesting. Know.
0: I'm am kind of obsessed with this theory I just came up with, though.
1: Aren't you glad I put it in your head? I'll take credit because
0: for obviously, it. obvious. Um, you're not taking credit for anything. You take too much credit off as it is. I think I have
1: like a supporting credit on it.
0: Okay, I'll put you in the footnote. Because obviously, the the tours, the spots that Phoebe Bridgers opens for her they're gonna Mm -hmm. sing nothing new okay like if you have a song with your opener you're an idiot to not sing the song
1: isn't she on another song as well from like an older album no what's nothing new from
0: it's uh from the vault from red oh
1: okay then that is what i was thinking of
0: oh yeah sorry yeah i think it's interesting phoebe's an opener because she's like doing good on her own
1: yeah i think you know she's probably not olivia rodrigo levels of famous but like she is a big artist in her own right
0: amongst if you're in the right circle phoebe bridgers is god
1: exactly yeah and paramore is paramore paramore has no business being an opener unless it's that's gonna be something I crazy think,
0: that's why i think she has to have collabed with paramore
1: didn't olivia rodrigo perform with paramore also
0: yeah she performed good for you with them yeah i think i think you sent me that on like tiktok
1: maybe i did i probably didn't
0: knowing you yeah
1: yeah if it's like something vaguely related to like these artists that I know that you like, then I will send it to you.
0: Yeah, it's your, actually, when I hire people to be my friends, because it's a paid position, of course. They're, um, they're just the there to send print, you content? Yes, in the fine print, it says that every TikTok that has anything to do with any of my interests, you have to send to me. Yeah. Which is why in my TikTok inbox, as we speak, there are 42 unopened TikToks from you. Yep. I don't think it's that many for for real.
1: It probably is. What like right now? There's a lot of Taylor Swift trends, so I do send you quite a few.
0: I'm gonna. Check. There,
1: there's that trend with the slideshows. Um, oh, I'm like, sorry.
0: It's only fifteen. Silly me.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a trend with the slideshow TikToks where like it's um, you know those pictures of like a guy and his girlfriend like texting each other before bed
0: Yes.
1: yeah so it's like the guy like texts his girlfriend like be right back and, he, and then he's like gotta do this and it's like some crazy incredible feat and she's like babe don't be silly you're not and then insert legendary pokemon that does the extreme thing you and lost then, me and then it's the picture of him putting his phone down and he's like blocked and then it cuts like the slideshow and it's like me for real, and it's like all just like pictures of this legendary Pokemon doing things.
0: <laughs> Dude, you lost me like three words into that.
1: I'll send you. I'll send you a few. You'll you'll understand what I'm on. It's I don't, every
0: you're 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 on something that's for sure.
1: Every time I see one of these, I laugh out loud. It's so good. Cause, okay. Because I feel like you know. <laughs> That's what I would be like, you know. I'd be like.
0: It sounds on, like it's bedtime. On right. my
1: Reggie shit.
0: Mm, that that's not English. It's bedtime. <laughs> you think you think we're about good? I think um, everybody should listen to midnights and uh, tell me what they think. And if I don't like what they think, then I won't listen. All right.
1: I think your reminder before we sign off is. You have to sign me up or pre-register me for tickets. Otherwise, I'm not going to pre-register.
0: I did. I did. I did send you a link.
1: Oh well, you send me a link, but I'm not going to do it.
0: Will you tell me what your email is?
1: No, you have to figure it out. How you many
0: three weeks are there?
1: You have to be able to figure this out. You have to. Everyone, you know, wish wish sprey Christina perique. luck. Please. Four twenty. Like like and subscribe to raccoon academy podcast on spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast
0: 69
1: rate us five stars leave us good reviews help us find people share us this is our first episode please please don't let it tank Thank, thank you goodbye